as I promised you before we left, we were going to be speaking with Ira Melman, and Ira is now on. Ira, how are you? I'm doing well. Good afternoon. It's great to have you on the show again. Um, uh, the reason I wanted to have you on is, uh, Ira, there's two two things that are coming up. Uh, number one, there was a new, there's a bill that, that I guess got introduced back in December uh, by several of the um, the uh Democratic representatives, and I would have to say that a lot of them are, are the progressive ones. Uh, and I wanted you to explain to people exactly what that new pending bill is in Congress. But also, uh, William Barr uh, has said that uh, he is going to be going after sanctuary cities and I think states. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's staying states also. And maybe you could uh, touch touch a little bit on exactly what that means. Sure. Um, let, let's start with the. Uh, latter one first. Okay. Uh, the attorney general has said that he is going to go after some of these sanctuary jurisdictions that are impeding the federal government's ability to enforce their immigration laws. And, and this is something that he absolutely should be doing. Uh, these sanctuary policies are clearly illegal. Back in 1996, Congress passed a law, and it explicitly states that no state or local jurisdiction can impede uh, local employees from cooperating with immigration enforcement officers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are some 500 of these jurisdictions around the country, including entire states like California. And, you know, it is about time that the Justice Department went after them. Obviously, you can't sue them all. Right. Uh, but once you, you know, go after some of the leading players, then you can set a precedent and uh, make it clear to the others that, you know, the courts have ruled on this and that you can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's long overdue. You have uh, places like California that are simply turning criminals back out onto the street rather than deporting them, uh, handing them over to ICE for deportation. And people are paying for this with their lives. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we have several cases here in, in uh, the Central Valley where, where uh, definitely uh, the people as well as the uniformed officers have paid for in, with their lives uh, because of the the sanctuary city policies that we have we we've we've had uh, representatives from the uh the governor's office even down here and people have expressed that that they lost lost a loved one because a a known criminal a known felon was let out uh, when ICE would have otherwise been 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 standing there, and then it's not not so much the local people that have done that, but but in other in, uh, other areas, and then they end up being here in Bakersfield or or in uh, Fresno or someplace like that, and and next thing you know, they're they're shooting people up, and and it's it's absolutely atrocious. Now, what's what is he planning on on using as his as his uh, um, carrot stick? I guess we'd call it, or or maybe we should call it uh, uh, knock knock upside the head. Well, I'm not sure what he's, whether there's a carrot involved here. I think they've offered all the carrots that they can possibly uh, muster, and, and it just falls on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. But the law, as I said, is very, very clear. Uh, it, it states, you know, in one paragraph that uh, local governments cannot uh, bar their local employees, including police, from cooperating with immigration uh, services. And, you know, it has been... Uh, just honored in the breach, uh, you know, more than anything else, uh, these local jurisdictions simply do not comply, and somebody's got to hold them accountable. So uh, what really should happen, and it's unlikely to, given that Congress doesn't do very much these days, Mm -hmm. is that Congress has the unquestioned constitutional authority to cut off certain funding based on noncompliance with federal laws. Uh, It's something that Congress has done in the past 
get local governments to cooperate and comply with other federal statutes. There's no reason why it couldn't be done, but, you know, we, we know the state of Congress these days, so that's not likely. So it really rests with the executive branch, and this is the power that the executive branch has. Well, couldn't couldn't uh, President Trump just uh, issue an executive order and, and uh, lay out the penalties that uh, any of the states and, and cities are going to going to have um, based on that? Now, of course, it'll end up in the courts, but, I mean, you might as well do it because it's going to end up in the courts anyway, isn't it? Yeah, the, I mean, the, the real stick here is the cutting off of federal funds. Yeah. And yeah. The, the executive branch does not – it's Congress that appropriates funds, and they designate where to go and not go. Uh, th- there is some very small leeway that the executive branch has, but it, it really isn't enough to hold them accountable. Uh, but, you know, a, a lawsuit that says to these local jurisdictions and particularly to the leaders of these local jurisdictions that you can be in contempt of court if you don't comply, then there's real personal jeopardy there for them, you know, that they may face legal difficulties if they continue to just ignore the law. Well, Ira, one of the things that happens here in Kern County is our sheriff, of course, would would like to violate the laws that the uh, state of California has put in front of him. And in some ways, if the federal government was willing to take uh, our side of it, I think you'd find out that there's plenty of counties here in California that that would would, uh, like to openly uh, comply with with the ICE agents and and uh, give over these criminals to them. Uh, I think that it happens, but it happens um, not not out in the open and not where anybody can see it. Uh, is there any chance that the federal government would would come to Kern County and say, "Look, uh, uh, if you give us the names and it gets out, we'll we'll, we'll help you defend yourself in court." Well, I, I know that you have several counties in California, including Orange County and San Diego County, which mm-hmm. are, you know, I think is second and third largest counties in the state, uh, that have filed suit uh, protesting SB 54, which made California a sanctuary state. Right. Uh, it is making its way through the judicial system right now, and I, I believe they have the full support of the executive branch of the government. Excellent. So, uh, you, you know, we... Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the wheels of justice turn slowly, and we're just going to have to wait for this to make its way through. But I, I expect that uh, these local jurisdictions will win this case because what the state is doing forces them to violate federal law. And, right. you know, no state should put local jurisdictions in that sort of situation. Well, and I think the other thing is with the, I would say do a referendum or do a proposition and put it on the ballot. But, you know, quite frankly, I, we're, we're trying to solve so many problems with that. I mean, uh, the uh, um, Proposition 47 or what is it, SB 47, um, that, that allowed uh, the, I don't know, the softening of, of what was considered a felony and making it a misdemeanor and letting almost all the the really bad guys out of out of prison. I mean, we're looking to get enough signatures to have that on the ballot. And, and I, I hate to overly confuse California voters because if you put too many things in front of them, they just vote no on everything. And right. I think and, you got to take it one at a time. Even if it passes, it gets, you yeah. know, it gets yeah. litigated. So, uh, you know, the voters speak and then everybody who doesn't agree with what the voters said goes to court. Uh, it, so yeah. there already is a lawsuit in in the works, and we're hoping that it will make its way through the judicial system and we'll get a ruling sometime soon. Yeah, welcome to the uh, state of California, Zuela.